All right, it's uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, we are doing a morning podcast here because we have Gabrielle Reese calling in. Uh, Paul, you're in. Uh, you're you're there today. You're in Omaha. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to roll. I'm excited. Right. It's early for you. It is. Well, it's it's early for you, not early for me. Oh man, I'm ready to go. How I had this been great. You've been up early. Hours, 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 just like that old neighbor that you have that's just staring out the window, drinking coffee, listening to AM talk right, radio. You got to pump in. You got to work out in, right? You know what I'm saying? Of course. Got the pump in. Of course. In. Got uh, the pump. And, uh, always remember and you're ready to roll. So ready to roll. We, and we better be ready to roll because we go from Gabrielle Reese. Did you know she posed in Playboy? I didn't know that. I did not know that. Rolling right into Kyle Bush and Samantha Bush. All right, stick, and then uh, stick with stick with Gabrielle Reese because we don't want to we don't want to hype up other stuff that people may not be listening to. So Gabrielle Reese set it up for everybody. She's coming in to talk about opioids. She is, she is, and I have a lot of questions about opi- opioids. Um, and she's also we're also going to have her surgeon is on the call too, if I understand correctly. So, all right, she had she had surgery. She did. Okay, she did knee replacement surgery. Knee replacement, and so th- we're going to talk about the opioid situation in the United States and, and where uh, we can get some. Where can we get opioids? Uh, we ask you ask that. I'm not asking probably, that. I think that's a, I think that's a touchy subject. That that could be a hot button. All right. Uh, so what we know about Gabrielle Reese, she's now 46. Uh, hate, I, I'm not bringing that up either. No, I'm not going to say that. All right. And as everybody knows, Olympian uh, married to uh, – what? Laird Hamilton. Laird Hamilton. Right. Yeah. Just legendary. Yeah. Legendary beach family. So uh, they've been married – they're going on 20 – 19 years so wow. they, they've been uh, they've been together a long time, and uh, and what? Your, here's a question for you: Could your skin handle being a beach family? Could you and Mrs. BC and little BC get out there on the beach and just be sun kissed? No, 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 I couldn't. Um, <laughs> I could not. Uh, me neither. No, it, it it that would not be good for me. Um, what what is her Olympic background? Since we're in the Olympics. You know, I'm not sure. Let's ask her about that. All right, let's ask about her Olympic background. Um, she she did the beach volleyball thing. At, I don't think people, and we talked about this before. I don't think people realize Gabrielle Reese was that big of a star. You know what I mean? I don't think they do either. But it was she was everywhere. All right, let everywhere. me. All right, let me bring this call in. This could be Gabrielle Reese. Here we go. Volleyball party, my favorite. <laughs> Gabby, is that you? Yeah, hi. <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. Who, who is this? Is this Paul or is this Joe? This is Paul, and uh, Joe's right behind me. Behind you? Is that how you guys? <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, sorry. That's not we are we are in we are in volleyball uh, hotbeds. Paul is in Omaha, and I'm no. in uh, Northwest Ohio near near Lake Erie. So this is like volleyball heaven up here. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> Just beach volleyball everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about how our skin would be completely wrecked if we were a beach family. Yeah, that's that's one of the downsides of, you know, lots of fun. <laughs> Is Dr. Sigmund on the call, too? He's here. He's um, right here. Right here, Paul. He wants to talk hey. all about beach volleyball and the bar beach volleyball scene. He's ready. <laughs> really? <laughs> does, totally. Does the doctor play uh, 
sand volleyball at the bar scene? Uh, no, not so much. No. Okay, not so much. You said the bar scene, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Gabby, you had knee replacement surgery, and it sort of spawned this anti-opiate movement. Is that correct? Is that a fair way to say it? I wish I was that powerful. I think by the nature of all the statistics of what's going on with the opioids, there's a movement. And then I got knee surgery, and I was... Uh, you know, really had discussed with my doctor, hey, I, I want to avoid taking opioids once, you know, certainly I get out of the hospital. So it was a natural fit. The time I got my knee replaced three months ago, and then I was approached to do this Choices Matter campaign, and it's something that I can definitely identify with. And uh, I didn't know when I went into surgery that planagainstpain.com was available. So what that is is a website that people, patients can go to, and, and there's a questionnaire there, and they can print it out and bring it to their doctor and have a conversation of, hey, I'm, I'm afraid about the pain after surgery, but are there alternatives to opioids? And, and so that's what this is. So really it's just if you had to have a surgery, I had good timing, you could say. What were the options uh, for alternatives after surgery away from the opioids? Well, I'm going to let uh, Dr. Sigmund talk to that because he actually does all kinds of surgery and one of them being a knee replacement, and he's been doing um, the alternatives for about two years, so I'll let him get very specific. Yeah, so that's a great question, guys. You know, Gabby's a great story. I mean, she's a professional athlete. She's incredibly healthy, uh, and and she was able to power through this process without taking opioids, Uh, but she'll she'll admit it's a struggle. It's hard, and so the good news is for the rest of us, uh, there are great alternatives to, to opioids. So... For example, I do knee replacement surgery as well, and we have some great new oral forms of anti-inflammatories. There's new IV preparation anti-inflammatories, which work exceptionally well. And then we can also inject medication directly into the surgical site, which numbs up the knee for upwards of 24 to 72 hours. So believe it or not, you know, Paul, if I did your total knee replacement at 7.30 in the morning, I fully expect you walking down the hall at 1 o'clock, really telling me that you're having minimal pain. So there are tremendous alternatives available other than opioids. Uh, this is a real crisis across our country, and as physicians, we're trying to do our best to, to minimize opioid exposure to our patients. I think the, the next thing to say is, let's do it, Dr. Sigmund. Let's get some new knees in my body, and uh, it's so easy. Maybe I'll have a vertical leap then. Then you really be good on the uh, beach volleyball bar scene for sure. <laughs> now you'll be bionic and, you know. Yeah, but listen, going to a doctor can really be a scary thing, and a lot of patients aren't sure what to ask, and they get nervous, and is the doctor going to be mad at me? And then a lot of people just trust the doctor. I'm going to do whatever he says. But the whole process of this, of this campaign of Choices Matter is that we want to empower our patients. So, look, if you're not sure what to ask, go to planagainstpain.com. Again, planagainstpain.com. You go right on here, you do a little survey, you can print out your questions, bring them to the doctor and say, hey, doc, you know, look, are there options? Is there something else out there? I don't want to be the one in 10 that becomes addicted to pain medication because I've had elective surgery. Doctor, why, why are these uh, opioids being uh, pumped to the uh, customer so much, the, 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 the client? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, surgery hurts, right? I mean, look, you undergo a knee replacement, you take out saws and drills to your bone, I mean, it hurts a lot. And, and the gold standard has always been opioids. The problem is, is that these opioids are addictive. And now we recognize that elective surgery has become an inadvertent gateway to substance abuse, where as many as one out of 10 patients are having this issue. So it wasn't like the doctors were going out and pumping out medication, trying to get people addicted. 
we just didn't realize it snuck up on us, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, we recognize it, though, now. And the real, we're all hands on deck here trying to figure out a way to try and minimize exposure of opioids, get them off the street, and try and protect our patients. Dr. Sigmund, another question for you. Have you ever gotten to an operating table and just freaked out? Like, oh, my gosh, I've got to cut this person's knee open. Everybody's Absolutely. watching. Let what do I do? Live TV interviews are much more stressful than surgery. <laughs> surgery is easy. No, but wait, I wanted to, I'll tell you a good story that the doc told me. is What he does do, though, is that he makes sure every piece of the patient is covered except the area that he's working on so that his focus is he's fixing that area in the problem and not actually connecting it like, oh, there's her hand or there's yeah. her. So I thought that was sort of really interesting on how he creates an environment where he is zoned in on exactly what he's doing, and that's it. Well, I can't even change my oil, so you're way ahead of me, Doc. <laughs> yeah. like hammering and nails and saws. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is, right? Master yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gabby, how is the knee? How how are you doing now? You know, I'm doing uh, better and better. But uh, quite frankly, because I was in a shortened, compromised position for so long, that my physical therapy is is actually probably more painful than a lot of people because they're stretching out my joint capsule, they're breaking up scar tissue, they're doing all kinds of fun stuff. But I'm really grateful because I had an amazing surgeon, and. Uh, you know, having someone that, you know, you're confident in is great, but the PT is rugged, I'll tell you. Nice. And, I, and, I, and my vertical jump is not quite, you know, it's not there yet. Yeah, I'm, are I'm you? Still working it's on, it's, I'm it's probably it's better than me months. and Joe's. It's better than me and Joe's, for sure. Well, may, I don't know. I mean, maybe. We could see. We could meet at the bar, uh, beach volleyball, and see how <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, do you ever just show up to a bar that has <laughs> beach volleyball and just dominate? You ever done that? Well, you know, listen, only if there's cash involved. <laughs> That'd be a great I mean, otherwise, skit. Otherwise, otherwise like, what's the point, right? Free drink, I don't know, Undercover like Kyrie Irving or Jeff Gordon yeah. in the East Car Lot. That'd be an awesome skit. Uh, Gabby, question for you. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, you know, you're, you're in the 90s and in the early 2000s, you were, were just huge, and you know, inspirational role model to a lot of girls, um, obviously one of the five most beautiful women in the world. When were you consciously aware? What age were you that you could use, you know, your height, your six foot three and your yeah. beauty to kind of oh. navigate any scenario? Any scenario. Like you mean <laughs> any like, scenario, any scenario. That's just the card right there, buddy. Six, three. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen, I'll be honest. I always say you, we're all, we're all dealt high cards and low cards. And so when I was growing up and I was trying to navigate what my future was going to be, I realized that I was fortunate enough that people were, you know, that I could play sports and went to school on a scholarship. And then when I had the opportunity to model as a job, I, I thought people will pay you for zero qualifications for the way that you look. I definitely knew not to look a gift horse in the mouth. But, you know, I have three daughters, and this is what I tell them. Pretty, pretty is actually not that uncommon, and so it's important to develop some kind of skill that, that you are in charge of that you can work at because then pretty becomes a bonus. So, yes, I, was, I navigated both things, but that's why I loved volleyball because it was something I could work at and have a skill. And then, yes, did I utilize the other part to, you know, kind of work things a little bit? I did, for sure. What, about, uh, what about playing in the Olympics? Uh, would you have any issues going down to Rio right now mm -hmm. with the situation they're in and attending the Olympics as an athlete? 
listen, I'm sure these athletes are thinking about it because especially like the media, it's out there, it's out there, it's out there, and the water athletes really have to look at it. But I think if you find, I just saw Carrie Walsh Jennings right before she left um, two days ago to the Olympics, and she's focused, and she's been focused on she recovered from an injury, she's been training. Um, so I think a lot of the athletes, you have, you have to remember the grind that they've been on for the, certainly two years, possibly four years, and I think they're all just saying, hey, we want to get down there, we'll deal with it when we get down there and, um, and do our thing. But, yes, I can, I can especially consider the water athletes have a little bit more to, to, to deal with. Completely different direction, Gabby. What do you remember about the experience of posing for Playboy? Oh, good thing. I like that. I remember that I was 30 years old, and um, I worked with a photographer that I've been with since I was 18. Um, and we did a lot of stuff at beaches and things like that, and it, it, was, it was just the two of us and his assistant, so it was a, it was a positive in situation. <laughs> I wasn't wearing heels and, like, you know, pink lipstick. <laughs> like you would be now, presumably. Talk about how the culture has shifted with social media from that time to now. You know, I'm really grateful that I got to grow up without social media because the idea of every single thing you do, uh, good and, and, you know, dumb, uh, being documented for all time. Um, the other thing I always said is how are people going to be able to focus long enough to actually get good at anything because everyone's sitting there documenting everything or on their device. I think the social media, I, I like that it keeps the world connected, but for me personally, I was glad that I had some time to grow up before uh, stuff like that ever existed. Are, I think that that's tough. Are you an avid uh, Pokemon Go player now that the knee is 100% now that you got this titanium knee? Yeah, no. <laughs> Again, only if there's cash involved. So, um, I, you know, I, I tried to figure out a way to get it out of my 8-year-old, but it's just not happening. I mean, it kind of cracks me up. Like, these, you know, people are running around doing that. So I guess that's how we're going to have to get people to take care of themselves and exercise is we're going to have to figure out how to make it a game. Paul, it's that or it's that or beach volleyball at the bar. Gabby, Dr. Sigmund, next time you're in Omaha or Ohio, yeah. hit us up. Definitely want to do some beach volleyball in Ohio. Thank you. And bring your wallet, though. Remember. <laughs> nice. it's high state. Gotta, something has got to be on the line. Yeah, let's gamble. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's gamble some guys. money. Remember, planagainstpain.com. That's a really important message here. We want to make sure the patients get aware of that. All right, doctor. We, uh, we appreciate your time. And, Gabby, we really appreciate your time. So thank you thank for you uh, calling in. Thank, thank you. Bye. That was uh, Gabby Reese talking about uh, opioids and how she uh, avoided opioids after her recent knee surgery. And uh, Dr. Sigmund, who so it sounds like Dr. Sigmund would like to, uh, he, I think he wants to hit the bar scene. I like Dr. Sigmund. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to play some some mixed doubles with them on the beach volleyball courts here in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, he uh, he definitely sounded like he, he you know he wants to get that opioid message out there. But He's serious about it. That's true. I think he wants to have a beer and talk about it. So next time wants, we'll uh, want to have a beer over your exposed knee. Yeah, he wants I, that. Would be a great question. Let's say how many beers before you're not able to perform a knee surgery, <laughs> Doctor Sigmund. How many beers <laughs> before you screw up Gabby's knee surgery? Like a Too six bad. pack. A sixer. You know, you depends you start, what kind of sixer. you start to get a buzz on, and then all of a sudden you forget what you were doing and you screw up a knee. 
If so, it's a butt, a six or a butt heavy, Dr. Sigmund's got it. That's not a problem. He's been around. I like how you go to the Playboy question because I come in with serious questions and then <laughs> you go right into the personal questions. That's a single man right there. That's a total, I, total single man talking Playboy, talking. And, and then you're like, how do you use your, how did you use your beauty to navigate every moment in life? <laughs> she she keyed that right in on that. Question. She keyed right in on question. that. That was yeah. a good question. I no. led with that. that was she good. did not like that. No, she did too. She didn't have any problem with that. Yeah, she. You, you can tell that she is a pro. She's done this before. Exactly. They were both great. We're glad to be able to speak with them. Yeah, and, uh, and check uh, out the site. Check yeah. out the site. We will post the site in the uh, in the story when we run it. Um, yeah. It, 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 and I, again, I don't think people realize how big I looked it up. Beach volleyball was not around in the Olympics when she was in the height of her career. So she never actually went to the Olympics. Right. But she set the table for this whole revolution, really, yeah. or maybe evolution is a proper term of beach volleyball really being accepted on a world stage. And and then uh, Carrie Walsh, Jennings, and Misty May sort of blew it out of the water from there. Yeah. I think uh, people need to realize when they're watching the Olympics how. Gabrielle Reese, my God, the guy next door is mowing. All right, you can hear that? A little. It's a okay. low hum. All right, it's a little hum. Anyway, Gabby, Gabby Reese set the bar for future Olympics with beach volleyball. Amazing, uh, amazing history for her. So we appreciate her calling in. Paul, what else, what else should we uh, uh, go after on this podcast since we want to keep it Gabby Reese Olympics? Any Olympic stuff? I, you know what? I, here's a subject. You know how – and she brought it up, the media talking about Zika, and now you have Hope Solo saying that the media is overhyping Zika. You have Zika in Florida. Are you even afraid of Zika? No, no, just like Ebola. It's just another challenger for the crown. Who cares? West Nile, million diseases have come before it. I'm not afraid, Joe. I'm, and I think this is what I we got talked all my about. Shots. Yeah, I think this is what we talked about before with going to the going to the Olympics and the odds of being either murdered or the odds of being like kidnapped. I'm They're, more. I'm way more afraid of being kidnapped or robbed. I, I'm worried that stuff. I'm worried about that stuff happening here. You know, yeah, just like, when you go to like the Walmart in Perrysburg. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of that kind of stuff. I'm terrified of being robbed around here and this is middle of Ohio, but you hear now more athletes coming out and they're like, who cares? You know, it, it's Zika. They're overhyping this. They need a story. And, uh, I, I just saw hope solo who is always on the fringe. She's always a fringe, uh, opinionist. She, she says that the media is just overhyping it, but here's the thing. The media had been attacking Rio for the Olympic Village, right? They had been saying how horrible it is and how ridiculous this place is. Yesterday, I go out and I'm like, all right, what does the media village look like? What is – where are they staying? And Mm -hmm. it turns out they're staying in these two-bedroom apartments and it's like a resort. They have – Swimming pools, weight rooms, beach volleyball, basketball courts, uh, lounge chairs in the pool. It looks like so you said a two bedroom place. Yeah. So so the media. In so some, me and you. Me right, and you be shacking We should have we should have applied to go down there. But uh, listen, you wouldn't my, have used the pool. You wouldn't use the pool anyway. Oh, I would have used the pool a lot. I would have used it all the time down there. Oh. Yeah, away from the family. 
But <laughs> so the media was – some of them were complaining like they, their sinks were broken or whatever. Uh, they didn't have a shower rod or I don't know, shower head. And I'm like, just jump in the pool. Yeah. You don't, you don't need a shower. Just get in the pool. Quick dip. Yeah. Quick dip. And what do you need a sink for? Nothing. Like, like have you whole, ever even used a sink in any hotel room you've ever been on? No, on a very trip? rare. Very rare. I never have. Wash your wash your teeth in the shower. You know, shave in the shower. Well, I, I'm like you're here for two, you're there for maximum three weeks. Destroy the place. It's already destroyed. <laughs> just just jo- just Johnny Manziel it. Yeah, throw some ragers. These media people need to just they need to nut up, man. Need they, to let loose. They need to let loose a little bit. You're not I they, agree. you're not paying the mortgage on this place. Destroy <laughs> it. Take photos before, show it's already destroyed, and then just throw ragers and destroy the place. So, and I, yeah, I think that's a great idea. So yeah, they're all they're all worried about the athletes. It's fake. It's fake outrage. They're not really. They don't really care about the athletes. They're there to do a story. Their their boss tells them they have to do a a Zika story, a security story. They have to get these out. So a poop river story. Yeah, I mean, I do that for I do that for page views. I'm not gonna lie. People want to see it. So I'll do it's it. All, it's all about the page views. All right. So are are will you watch the Olympics like continuously? Will you just not continuously? I'll watch the the women's soccer. I'll probably watch some of the volleyball because I've interviewed April Ross and you and I have interviewed April Ross this year, and I've also interviewed uh, uh, Carrie Walsh. So I have some rooting interest there. Those are those are probably my two main draws. How about you? So okay, let's let's say you interviewed uh, two Brazilians. Would you root for the Brazilians over? the americans because you interview the brazilians no way buddy these colors don't run all right so you're not running just you're not this isn't brand loyalty this is america, american loyalty. america number one all right love it or leave it ricky all right. stanzi all right so you're gonna you're gonna watch here and there you're not like fully into this like i have to be are you fully engaged well i'll be engaged i'll be engaged with probably my TV, the laptop, I'll probably have a window open just to, uh, continuously watch coverage. Um, because people, so you're totally in yeah, you are, you yeah. got three things, three devices going. Yeah. I'll have multiple devices. Um, because people want to see this stuff. They want to, they want to see the craziness that happens and there's just so much, they can't keep track of it all. So they're going to depend on me. So you're going to have to filter out all the crap. There, there's a ton of stuff to watch. You know what really drives me nuts is that I don't – here in Ohio, northwest Ohio, we used – if you have a certain cable system, you get Canadian TV here. And I love Canadian TV. Yeah. you Particularly get, the CFL. You, right. So here we would get – under another cable system, we would get Canadian channels. And I will not have CBC here. Uh, CBC people complain about NBC with tape delay everything. They'll they'll, they'll tape delay uh, Equestrian and then play it at like ten o'clock at night. CBC in Canada they will broadcast live pretty much everything. They don't. That's, uh, yeah, that's one thing I like about the tape delayed broadcast is like like you just said you'll get that Equestrian at like two thirty in the morning and then it'll transition directly into some table tennis and. Before you know it, you've been up. It's it's like six in the morning, and you're you have no sense of time. Yeah, it's uh, and that's, that's going to be you with all those devices me. open. That's your gonna pool is going to go to go to waste. I, your yeah. yard is going to go to seed. I I looked at the calendar last night. I was going to try to get a vacation week before college football starts. Uh, right there on Thursday before Labor Day. Uh, it's not going to happen. 
it's some not, people would say that your life is a vacation week. And I, I wish they. I, I'm gonna put. I wish they could live this life. I don't think they could. They don't. I don't think they can either. I don't think they can. I don't think they realize. Uh, you know, here, here's the deal. I don't think they realize that I have not taken a full week of vacation in five years. Five. I was going to say something ridiculous since 1983. Five years, and that's, that's a long time. That it's it, and so you when can't I, you can't completely disconnect though. Don't give me that. Uh, you know what? I in the old days, four years ago, five years ago, I would say exactly that. Um, but now or. I would have said back then that I couldn't disconnect. Now I could definitely disconnect. Definitely. It's like Gabriel Reese just told us about social media and its its impact. You can't get away from it. Uh, I can. I can. I. You know what? I really uh, want five to seven days of not touching a phone. No, I, I do. <laughs> I really do. That would be amazing, actually. I do. I, I, I need to work <laughs> or, on my yeah. man cave. I need to work on my man cave, and I need to do, like, just like walking in silence. Seriously, just listen to a lot of Simon and Garfunkel. No, I don't even want to. Li- I don't even want to listen to music. I just want to silence. That's it. Just like, would you sit in your living room? I would probably lay on the couch for like five, six hours a day. Silence. I thought, I thought you were going to say five to six days. I don't even want the TV on. I just want silence. <laughs> but the Olympics are coming up. That's what that's what you hear when you go into a knee replacement operation with Doctor Sigmund. Complete silence. silence. I, I yeah. I mean, some, I, would that be some Simon and Garfunkel? See, we we should have asked him. Like, do you get do you have hype music before you go into <laughs> surgery? You know, Smoke like machine. yeah, like walk up music for uh, baseball players. Yeah, I wonder if Doctor Sigmund has a walk up song before he chops a knee off. What do you think it is? What would you guess that it is he, right now? I don't. I'm thinking some like Elton John. I'm thinking, I was going to go uh, Sammy Hagar, Van Halen. Really? You think he's yeah. that hard? He he goes to that kind of level. He's got to get it up. You get know, the, like he's uh, got to get the intensity up. He's got to get jacked up. Yeah. We didn't get we, we didn't get where Doctor Sigmund's located. Now that changes it. If he's in Miami, he anywhere. If he's in Miami, I'm thinking Pitbull. <laughs> welcome, welcome, good point. welcome to my house by Pitbull. A some, that's some flow rider. <laughs> oh, that's flow rider. It'd be weird if he was listening to like house of pain or something. Cause uh, he's from <laughs> East coast. So yeah, I think he's New York. I think he is. All right. So I messed up. I, I should have said flow rider. I get flow rider and oh, man, when you said I messed up. I thought you were going to say, I didn't record any of no, that. We have, we're, we are so, recording. we are so recording right now. All right, let's wrap this up. We've talked enough Gabby Reese today. It's great to hear from, uh, from a legend beach volleyball legend and Paul, any last thoughts for, uh, the Gabby Reese interview? It was, it was great to, uh, to talk to Gabby. I mean, mega star, um, still is, uh, notable hot babe obviously we talked about that and it was great to get some insight from the doctor i'm telling you like yeah i'm tired of people getting hooked on opioids it's it's a drain on the tax system let's not get political but the the drug addicts it's a it's a gateway it's disgusting and uh i'm glad to hear there's alternatives out there one thing i'm happy that was avoided in that call was that interview could have easily devolved into a a pro medical marijuana call 
It could have easily, you know, easily. Like you know, you're like, yeah, but I'm glad we avoided that. I don't, I don't. We don't care about that stuff. We care about the stories that the people want to tell us, and that's uh, that includes not doing opioids. Yeah, they they need to tell why they're wasting their time talking to two losers like us. So. <laughs> Uh, on a- I love that. I love that. Gabby was down to hit up the uh, local bar beach volleyball uh, circuit. That uh, that broke the ice. She referenced it numerous times. She heard our crosstalk going into the interview, and she was ready to go. That, that, I'm, I'm in. Let's to- do that. That totally broke the ice. That was and she incredible. knew she knew it was going to be fun, and it was a it was a fun interview. Yeah, and I think that's why she went with the Playboy question. You know, she she hammered out a qu- an answer to your Playboy question. She knew when you start a conversation with one of these uh, celebrities or whatever, and you're talking about beach volleyball bar scene and all that, they they know it's not going to be the run of the mill, like the, <laughs> no. the, the normal no. the normal nervous dude that takes a phone call. So no, no, the real the real uh, yeah, exactly the guy from Time Magazine that's yeah. talking about kinetics and kinesiology. <laughs> well, and, and, and those you know the the real media they they want to talk opioids the entire time. We can't just yeah. do that. We can't talk. I, I understand they have to plug the the uh, alternatives, but we we just can't go that route. No, guys like that would be like opioids cost this country forty five billion dollars annually in treatment. We don't care about that. When we know you don't care about it, we just want to have fun. We want to get Gabby Reese into a bar. We want to dominate some co-ed uh, sand beach volleyball at the local pub. Yeah, and she, I, where she says that she wouldn't go and just show up and and do that just for the fun of it. Uh, unless I think there, she would. You, you do really? I think she. You remember? You obviously you're in Ohio. You've seen the Kyrie Irving Uncle oh, Drew. I love that. Yeah. You've seen the Jeff Gordon Pepsi used car dealership. Yeah. No, listen. I want it. I want it legit though. I mean, the, you want you want like her to walk in with the doctor, like holding her bag of volleyball, uh, like stuff, and then they burst into the bar and like a a light shines on her and the smoke machine. Like you want it to be like that? No, don't you? I, I don't. I don't want it to be so put on. I want it to be like undercover. I, I, I want undercover athlete. So you wouldn't put like like gray hair on her and like no. a beard and like. And something like a make her look frumpy. No, you wouldn't do that. No, because I think if you took Gabrielle Reese and you put her at the beach volleyball outdoor beach volleyball bar here down the road from me, I don't think people would know who she was. I really, I don't because it's a, it's a different. Be like, did you play volleyball ever? Yeah, I I think that uh, they would just assume that she was a former college player. Because yeah. I, because the age and we talked about this the age uh, now that you get a beach volleyball team around here and they might be in their late twenties early thirties they don't know who she was mm-hmm. they it's it's beyond their um, their age group and so I, that would be interesting like take some athletes in that realm and see what happens so. What would, like what, what would happen at an Omaha bar? Do they even do beach volleyball there? Yes. Is it big? Yes, they do. Hipsters right. love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's 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 end this. We've uh we've talked a ton of Gabby Reese and it's great to hear from her. Uh hopefully we do that again. I, I would love to do that again. Let's set it up. Let's, let's make it happen. Let's talk to her one uh, another time down the road. And uh 
All right, Paul, uh, we're on to other interviews. Uh, Kyle Bush is coming up, and then later today, Lee Steinberg. And people can catch all the podcasts on uh, on SoundCloud, on Busted. We'll, uh, we'll make sure everybody can see where they're at. And, uh, and that's it. Enjoy your day. It's, yeah, that's it.